Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In this episode, what motivates high-end art collectors? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fine Art Photography Podcast. Late in June, Artsy released the results of their 2021 Art Collectors Report. The results fall very well in line with the results of another survey that I discussed in March, published by Art Basel and UBS. You can find links to both of these surveys in the description and on my blog. The Artsy survey found that today, thanks to the pandemic, almost all collectors buy art online. For context, pre-pandemic, high-end collectors especially prefer the in-gallery or in-studio experience. The number of collectors buying art online went up from 64% to 84%. Among newer collectors, a group that Artsy calls next-gen collectors, over 91% have bought art online, and next-gen collectors are far more likely to discover or even buy art directly from their smartphones. The survey also found that collectors prefer seeing visible prices on artwork. That runs directly counter to how work is displayed in bricks-and-mortar galleries. Artsy found that 60% of collectors who responded said they preferred to purchase works of art by emerging artists. But what motivates art collectors? Artsy found that 67% of respondents said they buy art to build a collection. 47% said they wanted to support artists. 46% said they collected to be inspired. And 64% of respondents said collecting art is one of their great life passions. So having these stats in mind, let's take an example of one high-profile art collector to see how this works in real life. I recently listened to a great interview on the Art Basel podcast called Stories, where record producer, rapper, businessman, and art collector Kasim Dean, who goes by the name Swiss Beats, talks about how he started collecting art. Dean says he began collecting art at a very young age and for the wrong reasons, namely to impress business contacts. He said he went to parties and meetings at the homes of big shot music industry execs and that he would see all their artwork hanging on their walls. He began buying art based on what he saw in those settings. Now keep in mind, he would have been around the age of 19 or 20 at this time. Dean talks about how the first real piece of art that spoke to him was an Ansel Adams black and white landscape. He says on the podcast that they like the photograph aesthetically, but also that seeing that snow-capped mountain landscape, and he never mentions exactly which photograph he's talking about, but that seeing that landscape helped him travel mentally and emotionally to a place he thought he could never actually go. It took him away from home, which he loved. He credits a New York gallery owner for taking him under his wing and spending a lot of time to educate him about types of art, things like originals versus prints, etc. And this was at a time when a lot of the gallery employees didn't take him very seriously. He said he was young, he came into the gallery in his baggy pants and braids, and that a lot of fo gallery folks just thought he was playing around when he was actually very serious. He said the gallerist took him seriously, and as a result, Dean bought millions of dollars of art from that gallery. Dean said he attended the Harvard Business School's Owner, President, Management, Executive Program, where he realized that artists are the ones generating the creative product that leads to wealth, but they often don't understand business or realize they're being used by business. He's a supporter of, of the idea that art schools should teach students about the business of art. Dean became instrumental in urging successful black musicians and celebrities to buy the work of black artists. 
He said he's gone to gallery shows of big-name black artists and seen no black collectors in the crowd. He said artists have told him that they don't often sell to people of color. Dean said he doesn't buy art to support a gallery or auction house. He buys art because of and for the support of artists. Dean also advocates for visual artists to get a part of their resale proceeds of their works at auction, comparing it to his own career in music where he earns money on performances made years ago. This is a great thought and something I've always had a problem with. Musicians have an infrastructure in support of them with technology that identifies their music anywhere it's used online, all in support of making money on every single use of their music. Visual artists just don't have this kind of support. Dean said he collects art that he loves and that he wants to see in his home, and he advises fellow collectors to only buy art that they love, regardless of its monetary value and investment potential. He said his collection has never sold art away once it's been purchased. As a photographer, I love to hear about collectors who mix up their collections with paintings and photography. Dean's collection also holds work by the seminal black photographer Gordon Parks. On the podcast, he talks about how he regrets skipping an opportunity to meet the late great photographer who died in 2006. Dean said he had been busy working in the studio when his cohorts left to go meet Parks, but he opted to stay behind at work, not understanding the gravity of meeting a photographer like Parks. Now, of course, he's a major fan and collector of Parks' photographs. Dean talked about the symbiotic relationship of music and art, and he offered advice for art galleries. He said when he goes on art studio visits to meet artists, there's music playing and a real vibe going on, but often art galleries are awkwardly silent. My takeaway from these surveys and from listening to Kasim Dean speak is that collectors want to support artists they believe in. They want to have beautiful objects in their homes created by people whose story and mission they can get behind. So put yourself out there. Tell your story. Build your own brand and don't be afraid to work it. If you have a gallery, hopefully they can help you with this, but most of us don't have gallery support, so it's up to you and your crew to build the legend. The tools are out there. We know from previous reports that collectors often use Instagram to find artists and to uh, follow artists' work. Well, that's all I've got for this episode. As always, links to everything are in the description and on my blog at iCatShadows.com. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again real soon.